Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. And summer is going strong, at least for a few more weeks in terms of school being out. So there's still some time to get in a little bit of Mississippi adventure. You can head on over to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. Now, we are going to explore the world of showing dogs because here in Mississippi, we have a dog who brought home best in show in the working group category. This was back in June, on June June 13th. A Bernese Mountain Dog out of Tupelo named George took home Best in Show. And his co-owner, Kathy, is joining us on Good Things to share a little more. Hey, Kathy. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? Is George nearby? He is sitting at my feet, actually, yes. Well, good to know that our little buddy is is nearby, and I'm super excited to share his story because the more that I learn about your and George's journey to Best in Show, just the more that I fall in love with everything about it. So let's just get started with, Kathy, how did you yourself or you and your husband find y'all's way into showing dogs and ending up on this national stage? Sure. So it's it's been a long process. We, we've owned this breed for about 25 years, and um, we started out just getting one as a pet because we, you know, we fell in love with these dogs. I think like a lot of people do at first with just they're beautiful when you see them, but then when you get to know them, you get to see how sweet they are. And that's the greatest thing about this breed is just how sweet they are and how great they are with kids. They're great family dogs. And so so we got our first one, like I said, 25 years ago, and he was he was just a pet. We did not show him. He was we loved him dearly. Um, but when we lost him, um, when he died, when he was nine and a half, we we decided that we might want to breed some and have you know some litters of puppies and things like that. And so the more we researched that and started looking um, for good breeders to get a puppy from and all, we realized that. Um, that the the top breeders out there that were really breeding healthy dogs that we wanted to get a puppy from, they were going to ask us to show a puppy. And we had never done that. I don't think I'd even been to a dog show at that point. And so um, so our, this breeder up in Virginia that we got our first show dog from, she said that, you know, she would help us. And um, and, and she did and was a great mentor. And so we, we struck out and started learning how to show. And we showed our first dog ourselves and, and learned a lot that way. And so when did George come into the picture? Is he a pup of maybe one that y'all were breeding? Or did you also find George from, you know, someone else who had the same sort of stipulations that, sure, you can, you know, purchase our dog, but, you know, you've got to also show them? Right. So so the George came, we got George from a breeder in New Jersey. We did not breed him. And so 
the way that came about was that we had just lost a burner. We, he died about four years ago, named Hershey, and um, and we didn't have a dog for the first time in, in a long time. There was not a single dog in our house, and we were just that was just sad to come home to a house and not have a dog greet you at the door and all that. And so, um, so on Facebook, we have all these different friends that are Bernie's Mountain Dog people, and so this breeder in New Jersey who I did not know tagged some of my mutual friends um in this facebook post when she had this litter and uh she had nine puppies and so i knew who the dad was of this litter this dog named timer that i knew was really gorgeous he's one of the top dogs in our breed for the last 10 years really and um and so I just knew, and also I knew who the mother was a little bit. I knew her, I knew her pedigree and everything. And so I, I reached out to her. I thought, you know, probably there's no chance that they're not all spoken for and everything. But, um, but I reached out to this breeder and, you know, you know, told her about our mutual friends and connections and, you know, to have, you know, to get in touch with them and see if they would vouch for me and everything. And so they did. And, um, and so anyhow, it turned out that there was one show puppy still not accounted for. And so, um, so she, she, that got to be our puppy and everything. And so, and he was about the fourth or fifth pick in the litter out of nine. He was not the pick puppy. And so, um, so anyhow, you know, we said, yes, we absolutely would show him. And if he turned out great, and if he didn't turn out, that we would not be upset about that, that we would be, you know, a beloved pet in our family for the rest of his life kind of thing. And so she was great with that. So so anyhow, but when we started showing him and everything, he just lit it up. I mean, he, he just he won some big things, you know, right out of the bat and everything. And so um, with, you know, with, with people who show dogs, generally – you go out there and you try and, and get their championship, and then a lot of people stop there. But once you get their championship, you go into the best of breed ring where you're competing against all other champion dogs. And so then you start going for their grand championship or, or things beyond that. And so as we continued forward, George has won at every level that he's gone to. So, Kathy, has been fun. for a lot of us who are listening to good things, we probably find ourselves watching dog shows. It's one of those things, if you come across it on on television, specifically the one, you know, that he won, which is the big Mama Jama, uh, the Westminster Kennel Club dog show. It was the 145th uh, that he took best in show in. That's George. You, okay, you're watching... But, uh, let me say one thing real quick. So he wasn't best in show, okay? Because there are a lot of people out there that might, if they watch the show, they might. So he took best of breed. So he was the best of the Bernie's Mountain Dogs. And so that's why he got to go into the working group. So the best in show was the was the Pekingese. And so so he, he hasn't gotten to that level yet. That would be wonderful. But We're getting <laughs> there, though, George. We're getting there. Now, one word right. can mean so much right. difference in, in, in a competition. Okay, so he was best in breed. Okay, but still, right. we're proud of George. But we don't right. want to take away from the best in show. So so my apologies to the, the Pekingese who's listening to good things. But. But for those that are watching, sometimes we think this is more when we think of talent of these dogs or what's being shown. Give us some of the like behind the scenes of like what is the judge actually looking for? Because we see them strutting their stuff, stopping, standing there so still on command, you know, getting their little snacks every now and then. But what's actually being looked at by the judges? Right. So every breed has what's called a breed standard, which is you know, like a full page or two of what's exactly expected of that breed. And every breed has a different purpose. You know, like a, like a husky is expected to pull, you know, a sled or a Great Pyrenees guards flocks or things like that. And so their structure is, um, is 
is tied to what their job is a lot of the time, especially in the working group. And so, so when a judge is looking at a dog, they are judging it by that breed standard, which they've memorized. The judges all have to know the breed standard. And so, so, so they're looking for things initially when they stack, like when the dog comes and he's standing still, they're stacked. And so the dog is looking for whether or not they have a level back or, you know, different angles, you know, with their, in that, that's their structure. So that's, that's the first thing. And then if they have good structure, they should move well. So then they're looking to see when they move how, how all those parts come together and everything. So, so those are the main things are structure, movement, and then temperament. A lot of times, you know, they want to know if it's, if it's, um, a sweet dog or if it's a confident dog or something like that that they don't want a shy dog or a dog that comes across as aggressive or doesn't want to interact with people you know things like that so this all got started kathy because rhino shared on good things i guess a while back it must have been a month ago because that's when you guys uh went up there and, and won um when we were talking about the olympics should have normal people beside them to show like how great those athletes are and he said we should also have that sort of like in dog shows because i feel like you talk about the the temperament or the confidence most of us who have fur babies at home when we're watching how graceful the dogs are and they pause on command and they stand there we think there's no way i could teach you know my pup to do that so how do y'all get started with that in terms of teaching those skills that are judged or at least the skill part that's judged i know some of it's the breed the breeding part that's just at birth but the judging part i mean the um, skill part how early do y'all start with that yeah, so you can start little things when they're three or four months old, you know, just in, and hopefully if your dog is food motivated, that makes it easier because you can kind of lead them around with treats and things like that. And then you can, you know, convince them that if they'll stand in a certain way or let you move their, their feet around on and you reward them, then they learn that that's a positive, fun thing, you know, and so... So you can start fairly early just with little things here and there. And, um, and you, you, if you show, you learn, you know, little things from different people. And, you know, so you add something every time, every month or year or so, you know, to what you do with your repertoire of dogs. And so. So it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. Well, it doesn't happen overnight, but it feels like it's happened quicker for George than maybe some other dogs because he won best in breed um, at three years old. Why is that significant? Right. So, um, so every breed, um, will mature differently. You know, sometimes you'll hear on Westminster that talk about, wow, he's only one year old or something like that. And that happens occasionally, but most dogs, most breeds, it takes them a little while to, to develop and not only physically, but also just their head, just kind of their presence of, of being used to being at a dog show and everything. And so, um, so in our breed, the top dogs in our breed are four, five, and six years old. And so, um, so George at three, physically, he still has to fill out a little bit more even. Um, it's kind of like he's an 18-year-old football player versus a 24-year-old NFL player, kind of like, you know. So he's, he's full height and everything, but he's just going to, he's going to fill out more in the next two years than he is now so and we're going to learn more about george's story getting best in breed in the working group category at the westminster kennel club in 2021 coming up next Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. 
This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Xmark pricing and special Xmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well-child checkups to after-hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust care. Feel better faster. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Our half-off, half-the-store sale at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry happens this Thursday and Friday only. Half of our store will be half-off, with 10 to 39% savings on the other half during this first-ever event. From rings to earrings, half of our store will be half-off. With savings you can't afford to miss, now is the time to get that special piece you've always wanted. Half-off, half-the-store, this Thursday and Friday only at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street, across from Amerigo in Flowood. your afternoon just a little brighter it's good things with rebecca turner on super talk mississippi Many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org and explore a little more. We're getting more behind the story of George. He's a three-year-old Bernice Mountain Dog out of Tupelo. He took home best in breed at this year's Westminster Kennel Club for the working group category. We're chatting up here on Good Things with his co-owner, Kathy Cook, to learn a little more about the sport and, of course, George. So, Kathy, when I say co-owner, I know sometimes that feels a little odd 
for people. It's like, how is George co-owned? So how do you answer um, that question for folks who are wondering about the co-ownership of George? Sure, right. That can be. I mean, people kind of wonder, okay, does that mean that they could come, that other owner could come get him or something like that? You know, know, something, you know, he's, but he's fully our dog. He's, you know, we signed a contract for him and everything when we got him, which is, uh, you know, again, people may think that's crazy, but we signed about a five-page contract when we bought him of all the things that we would and would not do. (laughs) And, And that's just... That's kind of a product of, of him being a show dog. And, um, and ultimately what the co-ownership comes down to is, is when we start to make breeding decisions is that I will be doing that in conjunction with his breeder who is his co-owner and everything. And so, um, she just wants to make sure that we're not going to go out and start a puppy mill with him or make bad choices. And she just wants to have a, she just wants to have a say in making sure that, that he is bred to also very sound good dog healthy dogs and things like that and so um and his co-owner his breeder is someone who's become a really good friend of ours and that's been a really healthy and good relationship and so there's there's no there's no drawbacks uh, to that for us well that sounds like definitely a good thing and i am just loving his full name divine prince george or at least that's what i heard that it, that or read that it was i have to know the story behind the name kathy how did george become or who who had the idea of divine prince george and to call him George. Right. So um so the the litter I think I mentioned there were nine of them and so a lot of the times breeders will have a theme for their different litters and so this theme was the divine nine. And so one of the things that she required in the the naming was that you use the word divine in the AKC name that you chose. And so but because we were one of the last people to get in on this litter a lot of the ones things that you would think of like divine intervention or something like that those were already taken by other people and so we're like okay how are we going to use divine and then um so prince george that comes there's another that that comes in another story actually about george is why he's named george is um uh so one of the things that's been kind of fun about this breed is that we've gotten to know people all around the country through Bernie's Mountain Dog things and everything. And so um, and on top of that, we've actually gotten to know some people in Europe that breed Bernie's Mountain Dogs, and mostly because of Facebook. And so about 10 years ago, um, I got a friend request from this breeder in Italy who is one of the biggest breeders in Europe. And, um, and I was like, well, I was delighted to get that and so i followed along they're beautiful dogs and everything and so so about five years ago we were over there and we and i realized that we were going to be passing right by where these people live and so i reached out to them and mentioned that and they said please drop by and so we did and we spent just this amazing afternoon with this family um in italy and they're 20 gorgeous Bernese mountain dogs and their their best, their biggest winning one is a dog named George. And so we said, okay, someday we would love to have a George. You know, but yeah. and so then again, that was like five years ago. So anyhow, so when we were trying to come up with a name for, for this puppy, you know, some someone who was in the, the news a lot at that time was Prince George from over in England. 
And so we thought, well, we're just going to stick Divine onto Divine Prince George, and and there we go, pretty much. And so that's that's the origin of that name. I love that. I had a princess saying Cuddle Smith. She was a boxer, not a show dog, but she stole my heart. <laughs> sure. And we called her Cuddles sure. for short. So I just love the the story behind the name. And you mentioned that was five years ago when you sort of had the name in mind, but it, but George is only three years old. So when he goes out to compete, normally there's you know she or information sheets that are said about the dogs uh, as and if you're watching the show you know it I mean you hear the announcer sort of sharing details or maybe the resume if you want to think of it that way well George is three so he doesn't have a resume so so Kathy how did y'all beef up George's um, information sheet for whenever he went out and strutted his stuff right so he's gotten to be on TV twice now so he was he had a big win at a show in Raleigh in March, and so we had done this once before. Um, and then leading up to Westminster, they sent it, sent it out in advance so that they would have information on the dogs in case they won and everything. And these media sheets that they send out, they're a lot of times they're asking for, you know, what their big wins are and things like that. And at three, George didn't have a whole lot of big wins, and so um, so we didn't have a whole lot to fill out on there. So we just decided to go big on the fact that George is from Tupelo, Mississippi the birthplace of Elvis and so we just we we just kind of made that a big part of the media sheet and so it's been fun that both times that he's been on TV they've introduced him as George from Tupelo Mississippi birthplace of Elvis and so that's kind of become part of his identity is that he's from Tupelo and so um so it's been fun you know when we got back to Tupelo from Westminster and everything you know people around Tupelo that was one of their favorite things that they mentioned was that that they loved the fact that Tupelo got a part in that. And so, well, I know, hope that, that never fun. changes. I know he won Best in Breed, but we're just going to forecast he'll end up Best in Show, and we hope that he stays. You know, uh, George from Tupelo, Mississippi, birthplace of of Elvis. And one day, you know, you'll have oh, he's the birthplace of George too. So from Tupelo, right. from Tupelo, Mississippi. <laughs> so other than bragging rights, I mean, what do you get when you win? When you win Best in Breed, I mean, I'm sure is there a trophy involved? Does George get like a steak dinner? I don't know if that's kosher if you feed George like that, but 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 what's the celebration like? Well, well, as far as food, his he likes. Double quarter pounders with cheese. Okay. Oh, God, I love that. <laughs> so, so McDonald's, he likes McDonald's. But um, um, as far as when you win, you don't, there's like, there's no money involved, okay? So, um, so ultimately, hopefully, George gets girlfriends, okay? <laughs> there you go. Go, George. So, so if George gets girlfriends, then hopefully that helps pay for this, you know, because going to these dog shows and paying for his handler and things like that, that, that adds up. And so, um, so if he gets girlfriends, then ha- that will help along the way. So. No. Well, I don't, yep. looking at George and his beautiful photo, I don't think he'll have any trouble wooing a girl at any time <laughs> um, he, he, that you guys are ready for him to. But, but I want to talk about the sport because it feels very prestigious. It feels very kind of stuffy. It feels kind of scary to like get involved in if you've never done it. So tell us something you've learned about the sport of showing dogs that may have surprised you since you went in as green as green can be from the get-go right i mean it, 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 for us i would say the people that we've met it, it's really it's not a stuffy thing at all you know just going out to these local shows i mean 
you know, there's shows that here in Mississippi you can go to. There's a great one in Starkville every January, and there's some in Tunica and Jackson and Biloxi, you know, and so you can, if you've never been to a dog show before, you can just go and watch and talk to people. And you're, usually people are pretty friendly and will tell you about their breed or about their dogs or, or you know, will give you tips if they've got time, you know, to stop. They'll, they'll tell you things. That, and so that's been probably one of the most wonderful things about this is that we have made friends all over the south all over the country and like i said even in in europe some you know and so um so that's been an added bonus for us it's been really great well i love that and i love everything about george so other than he likes his mcdonald's tell us a little bit of like george off of the you know um there on the out there doing his thing on the showroom floor what does george like to do Oh, you know, George, he he likes to sleep in the air conditioning on the top floor, you know, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, he's a normal dog, you know, he's he's our pet, and he's, um, you know, he's pretty spoiled, rotten, like a lot of dogs and uh, are, and so, you know, I think that, you know, the judge of Westminster, she made a big, you know, comment about that all show dogs are pets, you know, that they're all loved by people and everything like that. And George is certainly that for us. He's 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 our baby and uh, you know, we we love him very much. Well we we love George now and we'll be rooting for him. So what's next for him? Does he have another uh show that he will be in? Is he taking a break? Is he getting a girlfriend? <laughs> um hopefully he's getting a girlfriend, yes. Um he is our next big show is in Greenville, South Carolina in about 10 days, I think. And so th- that's a big show because there's going to be a bunch of Bernie's Mountain Dogs at that show. There's going to be 40, which is in the South. That's a lot at a, at a show in the South. Um, so, um, and then, you know, we'll see from there. Um, you know, there's some, some big shows at the end of the year, like the National Dog Show that comes on Thanksgiving Day. We may go to that. And up in Philadelphia, um, we may go to the Royal Canaan Show, which is down in Orlando in December. And so, um, so we'll see, you know, where we, where we go again, this year was kind of supposed to be George's ramp up year, really next year when he is four years old is when we thought that we would be getting out some of these bigger shows. So we're kind of reevaluating right now what all we need to maybe be doing with him. So. Well, Kathy, you make sure you put keeping in touch with us here on good things on your to-do list for George, cause we would love to follow him as he continues and be able to wish the, bo- uh, the dog from Tupelo, Mississippi birthplace of Elvis as much luck as we possibly can he's gained new fans today here on good things so i appreciate your time thank you so much all righty you guys stick with us we got more good for you coming up next From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Showers and thunderstorms likely today, high near 87. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms as well, low around 72. Your Tuesday, 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 86. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely under partly sunny conditions, high near 89. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. 
At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. You can support Mississippi's many talented farmers, artisans, and craftsmen by purchasing products with a genuine Mississippi logo. And that's the proof it's the real deal. To find products grown, raised, crafted, and made in our great state, just visit GenuineMS.com or visit the Genuine Mississippi store at the Mississippi Farmer's Market every Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, and Saturdays, 8 to 1. I'm Andy Gibson, and I am Genuine Mississippi. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Gallo here for AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family-owned, not a franchise. 28 years experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full-year warranty. You mention my name, he'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's The AC Experts 769-237-COOL or email directly theacexperts at yahoo.com and on Facebook at AC Experts or tweet or text me personally. I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts, highly recommended. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The majority of the over 2,000 new COVID cases being reported from the weekend are the Delta variant. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says case numbers among the young are rising quickly. A lot of growth in sort of uh, children, teenagers, and then young adults. Summer's opened up. We know our vaccination rate, our immunity rate's really low in that group of folks. We know that like of our kids who are under 17, well, 72% have not had it already. So those folks are all 100% vulnerable. Fresh off a national championship win, Mississippi State ace Will Bednar was drafted 14th overall by the San Francisco Giants with a slot value of more than $4 million. He shared what his first big purchase will be with Sports Talk Mississippi on Friday. Might get some air conditioning for my house. (laughs) Yeah, we don't don't have AC. That's probably going to be the big one. You know, it's just a... I mean, that's probably what made me who I am, is just the gritty living without AC for for 20 20 years. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. This is Mississippi State Bulldog, Jake Mangum. Family is everything. 
on the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. News happens fast. There's a lot to take in. And a lot to hear. From all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi News is supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi News. On air and online. supertalk.fm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's summer. Summer. There's a cool way to wrap up a hot summer day. It's called Sports Talk Mississippi. Afternoons 3 to 6 on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. plan a Mississippi adventure can be found over at visitmississippi.org and everything you need to get excited about college football again is coming up this week on Sports Talk Mississippi because they are going to be live at the SEC Media Day so the storylines that will play out on the college football gridiron this fall begins at this year's SEC Media Day so you'll get to hear from some coaches players, media and the playmakers behind the scenes of the most powerful conference in the nation so sports Sports Talk Mississippi is there live in Hoover today for the event that has become the unofficial start to college football season. And man, it always feels crazy. It feels like it comes around so fast every year that we're right back here talking about football. But I do like that f- that word fall. Fall wet, like football brings cooler weather. So that's always a good thing, uh, a good thing too. If you've had time today or if you haven't, I encourage you to go to the Good Things Facebook group. We're having a lot of fun there pondering a, a question, which is, and we're all guilty of this. And I love the fact that I thought it was going to be like mostly movies, but there's a lot of things that sort of have trickled into answering this question. So the question to ponder today is just I've stayed or it's kind of a fill in the blank, but I've stayed up too late, way too late watching blank. Right. Like, you know, you need to go to bed. Everything in your body is telling you turn off the remote, lay down, shut your eyes. In today's world, you can hit record and watch it the next day. But for whatever reason, you're committed and you're going to see it through until the wee hours of the morning. You can also tell us what you've stayed up way too late watching, 601-879-4395. And this all came from the fact that Saturday night, and I don't know how many times I have seen the Hobbit series of Lord of the Rings, but I caught the first one, I don't know, at a decent hour, maybe around six-ish or so, seven. And, of course, I had to watch it through. And then it's like, okay, well, I'll start the next one. And I forget every time that it's like a three-hour movie. But then I'm committed, and everybody's gone to bed, and so it's just me sitting up. 
And there I am till midnight. And and you find yourself having to shut it off really quick because you're like, if the next one starts, here I am for it, which I probably wouldn't have made it through through that one. But and I thought, I can't be the only one who's just stayed up a ridiculous, ridiculously too late for something. One, I've already seen. I know how it turns out. But it's something about it. You just you can't let it go. So, Rhino, what's your what's your answer to it? What do you, what have you stayed up way too late watching? I have a bit of an on again, off again relationship with insomnia. So, I've stayed up late watching a lot of stuff, whether it just be because I really wanted to see how it ends, or wanted to see it again, or knew I wasn't going to get to sleep for another couple hours, so might as well watch something. But uh, first thing that came to mind was One Piece because when I first got into it. It seemed like a monumental task. When I started, it had just gotten to about episode 900, and I was starting on episode 1. But I caught myself several times during that that couple of months catching up on it where it'd be 1 or 2 in the morning, and I'd realize, oh, i got to stop. i got time for one more, though. And uh, you got stuff like that or the the TV show Eureka where there are five seasons of it. But every single season is so different or different enough to where you'll catch yourself going, just just one more episode. I'm not going to finish the whole season. And then you wind up finishing the whole season. Well, and I think Netflix, and, and I think we've all done that. We've all stayed up late watching things we shouldn't have prior before binging was you know, um, made available. Even then, you maybe were a little bit more apt to do it because you knew you couldn't hit stop and pick it back up the next day but there is something about and it's not just netflix it's all it's all the streaming platforms now i mean they're just the the one Netflix that's, is the guiltiest yeah they just they started it the it. easiest and it just automatically starts and then as soon as you've seen that first scene you're sort of like you're hooked in it and, and depending i depending on what you're watching you you have the option to just skip through the the intro music so you just get this 10-hour-long movie of a TV show. It's never interrupted by commercials or the, the outro or the end. It's just there. Well, and I was just about to say, because sitcoms, which is now kind of like these series or these TV shows, as they like to call them, on the different streaming platforms, they are not set up like Friends or any of those others where, yeah, there were intertwining stories throughout the different episodes over a season. You may have a start-to-finish of a relationship or something like that, but most of the show could be standalone. Like you could pop in and figure it out at any sort of given given point and not feel like you had to go back and watch or if you missed one that you like missed too much. These are they are. They're just really long movies. And so you you get this sense of it's not complete until you finish the series. I know a lot on um, the Good Things Facebook group is sharing Virgin Rivers, which is a Netflix original series. If you haven't seen it, um, you should. I think it's cute. And if you have seen it, but you haven't seen it, don't worry, I'm not going to give you any any, uh, spoilers today. But but you sit down and you're like, oh, 10 episodes. And then a weekend goes by and you're like, well, I just watched 10 episodes. I don't know where where that time came from. And I'm not sure what I'm going to do with myself next weekend because there's there's no you know season, and now I've got to wait six months to who knows long before I get I get the next season, which is crazy that we do that. But that is that is what we do. Other than watching television, though, there are some things you guys say that you have stayed up way too late for. Whether it's like sporting 
situations or sports in general, a good game. I think many of the baseball games this year, thanks to weather and everything else, they got pushed into late at night. Man, if you're vested in that team or what's going on or it takes a turn, it starts to get really good, you just find yourself glued to the TV until, you know, whatever whoever the fat lady sings and takes away the winning whatever, and you're like, wow, it is one o'clock in the morning. And it's also another benefit of being a soccer fan because it's it's the world's game and with the right resources, you can watch a live soccer match 24 hours a day. They're playing it somewhere, and they're broadcasting it from somewhere, and you can watch live soccer any time of the day or night. Before streaming, how would soccer fans get their international fix? Uh, either reading about it in the newspaper if they were lucky enough to have it covered or if you were fancy enough or wealthy enough at the time to have one of those big dishes. I'm talking about before the little dishes came along, the mm-hmm. big dishes. You could you could get some soccer on those. So it's much easier now. Oh, it's in, infinitely easier than it was a decade ago, let alone back when we hosted the World Cup in 94. Gotcha. Well, there's other things, too. You may have gone down rabbit holes, whether it's on YouTube or social media. You just start with, like, one video, and they've kind of taken up. And the algorithm gets you. Uh Uh-huh. And they just start feeding you what you kind of want to see. And once you get to that, like, hazy, sleepy point or whatever, you just keep watching for whatever. It's like you don't – all of your willpower to just roll over and go to bed is completely diminished. And before you know it, you've lost – an hour or two of your time. And, you know, every now and then it's really not necessarily uh, a bad thing. I think sometimes you have to veer off of the, you know, all things in moderation except for moderation to remind yourself why you don't necessarily always do things that way. But they can definitely get you that way. But someone else said the National Finals Rodeo, so that's probably a lot like soccer. They can stream those type of things, those events now, and you can stay up to date with them. But I appreciate the person who said fireworks, because, man, once you get to a certain age, I mean, we all appreciate a pretty fireworks display. But most towns or cities or wherever, they choose around that 9 o'clock, 9.30, or even 10 p.m. in some places to start time, and you're like, wow, this is past my bedtime. I feel like I'm staying up so late to watch that. And I would add in the ball drop. I mean, there was probably a time in your life where you it was a big the, deal. It was a big deal. You want to see that you want to see the ball, you want to see the new year come in and then you reach a threshold where you're like, I'll catch it in the morning. It will be next year. I'll wake year. up and it'll be a new year. Oh, <laughs> it'll be a new year all year long. Tim and Corinth says The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, all extended versions. Yes, they get me every time. Karate Kid. You know, I hadn't got into that. The Cobra Kai on on Netflix, but I hear that's a really good one as well. Isn't it funny, though? If something has like one or two seasons, you have this mentality, I can catch up before the next season. But obviously, if something's got, I don't know, 10 seasons or more, it's obviously good content because they're continuing to make seasons but yet there's this like look like you're like what you know how long it would take me to catch up to you guys on that so there's this resistance to even get started and that's that was actually the reason i started watching one piece is because i'm thinking there's almost a thousand episodes i'm never going to run out and then within four months i was caught up well and i feel very like overwhelmed i'm thinking there's a thousand episodes like i will never catch up i will never they will always be one or two seasons ahead of me. I did feel that way about The Crown. 
and I caught up to that. So, we're catching up with you today and the things that you've just stayed up way too late watching. You can let us know, 601-879-4395. But more good things for you coming up next. A Complete Flight Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCareMD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. This is the closing agri-market report for the Mississippi Network. I'm Bob Sullender. Stocks continue to take a tail sign today at this hour. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 840 to 33,847. The NASDAQ is down 193 to 14,233, and the S&P 500 is down 86 to 42,40. From the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton closed down 322 to 86,71, and March cotton closed down 295 to 86,35. At the Chicago Board of Trade, August soybeans closed down 26 and three quarters to 14,28 a bushel. September soybeans closed down 23 and a quarter to 13,82 and three quarters a bushel. September corn closed even at 5.56 a bushel, and December corn closed up a quarter to 5.52 and a quarter a bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle closed up seven cents to one twenty twenty five. October live cattle closed down fifty cents to one twenty five ten. August live feeders closed up a buck seventy five to one fifty seven thirty seven. And September live feeders closed up fifty five cents to one fifty nine oh five. For the Mississippi Network, I'm Bob Sullender. 
Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Looking to get away? Look no further than visit Mississippi.org. They got all you need to plan a Mississippi adventure. And if you would like to have an adventure, you can see the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi. They're going to be live from Trustmark Park coming up this Thursday for the KLLM unveiling of the 2021 Ole Miss, MSU, Southern Miss, and Jackson State football equipment custom wrapped tractor trailers so that'd be pretty cool to see them on the road anyway so if you want to come out you can you can see the tractor trailers you can stay for the first pitch of the m braves game and they take on the biloxi shuckers that's a little bit of a in-state rivalry there should be a lot of fun so that is all happening at the Trustmark park this coming up thursday and we're having fun talking about the things that just keep us late up late at night at least when it comes to watching it many of you have obviously talked about the different series that you like to just sort of binge watch or that if you see it on you'll just stay up and keep on watching it nancy and brandon said she likes to watch uh, funny or crafty things like chrisley knows best i hear that i haven't watched too many of those but i hear he's funny that he makes you laugh and then flea market flip is fun for ideas on old pieces i'll have to say too you can get in the rhythm with some of the home renovation shows and you just find yourself watching those you know one right after um right after the other but there you get into one of those where you find you find the channel that's got a, a marathon mm-hmm. of the, the home renovation and it's all the same show so you put it on the tv and you catch the the first part, and they're working on this room of the house, and you leave, and you come back, and they're working on this other part. And if you do that enough, and you leave it on the TV, you start to lose track of time, and you think, this house they're working on is huge! <laughs> Before or, you realize, oh, wait, that's different episodes. Or that mid-century modern doesn't really go with that farmhouse bathroom you just did. Well, I never got gets, that deep into you it. You get switched out to it. <laughs> Are those words you I don't? was just wondering how many <laughs> bedrooms the house had until I realized, oh, this is the third episode that's played since I turned it on. Yeah, I can de- Well, I, I think the one I could sit there and watch the most would be House Hunters. I don't know why that and my lottery uh, dream house, or because 
you would think when you think my um, lottery dream house would be millions of dollars mansions. Now, there's a lot of people out there rocking that $100, I mean $100,000 fine or $250,000 fine because not every lottery winner is a mega millionaire. I mean, they come in all ranges. So anywho, um, you can stay up all night watching that for sure or waiting for the lottery numbers to come out or to see if you've won. Maybe something you stay up and watch. But other than that, sporting events, fireworks, and then um, concerts was another one that came through. And I think as we're finally able to get out and enjoy live music in, we don't complain about it. But there is a point. There is a difference in age. I mean, you at one point you were fine with the main event or the, you know, not starting till 10 o'clock at night. And then yeah, show starts there. at nine. They hit the stage at 1030. And then, Until question marks. <laughs> and then the older you get, you start looking to see what time the, the main event starts, and you start to question your life choices around that. And I think the same goes, too, for things that you would buy um, off of, uh, what, like the UFC fights or any sort of fight that you would get off a of pay-per-view. Man, if they could just knock those up a couple hours, like, why do they, why do they have to be so late? But if you pay for it, if you pay that, I don't even know what they are now. It's been years since we, we've bought one. But I mean, you're committed. You're going in for it. You want to see the main event. And they usually don't come on until 10, 11 o'clock. And then depending on how good the fight is, you know, it depends on how long that lasts. But yeah, concerts, man, you'll watch a good concert at least till 1130, 12 o'clock for sure. And then you got to get out of there and then get home and then wind down. And do all the things. Do you remember staying up late for a concert in your heyday, Rhino? I remember staying up late and staying in line to get tickets to a Kenny Chesney concert one time. Because it was myself and about five girls that wanted to go. And that was staying up all overnight, camping out. It was really cold. But going to a concert and staying late... I remember going, I forget what the name of the local band was, but we went to a bar, and they hit the stage about 10.30, and the bar, it was one of the late closing bars. I think they ran us out at four-ish. The band not tired? And we realized, like, the, they, they shut down and stopped playing about 10 minutes before they closed the whole place down. They just kept rocking. God bless them and their endurance, because I'd be like, you folks have worn I don't know any more songs, pack up and leave. My feet hurt. <laughs> You've gotten your money's worth, you know. But I I'm guess saying that—that's been a yeah. decade now. At, well, and I'm sure for for those who put on a six-hour show as well. But Carrie in Richland says election results. Yeah, depending on the election, I feel like there was a lot of us that were committed to just seeing what came through, and you never know when when those results would actually um, actually come out. Well, you don't have to wait to see what, what's going on on the Good Things Facebook group. All you got to do is go and search it and then click join, and we would love to have you in there. But stick with us. You got more coming up next. You got the boys. They are live in Hoover today for the SEC Media Days. You'll have to ask Richard what, what the name of the horse was he was riding. He was riding a horse? On a carousel. On a carousel. Huh. That will be an interesting topic of conversation. I'm sure Brian will have a lot of fun with that. Brian was right there next to him. On a horse? I didn't see him on a horse, but I could see the horse in front of Richard. Huh. We'll leave you hanging. They'll be with you from 3 to 6, and Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.
Super Talk Mississippi media production.